interviews from some of today's best country artists. Welcome to This Country Life. Here's your host, Ryan. Do you have the same traffic down in uh, Vancouver as we do here? Uh, <laughs> we have less people, but it feels like the same traffic because there's only one road in and out, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Like you only have like one, like is it a major highway? Or it's is highway it just... one. Okay. Oh, highway so, one. Yeah, so it just stretches, uh, well then it goes, it turns into the Sea to Sky Highway, which goes up to Whistler. Yeah. But then, yeah, it would go just on the outside of Vancouver and then, you know, that takes you out to, you know, Surrey and Coquitlam and Langley and Abbotsford and Chilliwack yeah. and all that. But yeah, it's just one road in. And it's the same, like, it's not, is it, does it get busy? Like, does it have busy days? Or oh, going, yeah. yeah. Yeah, every day. Dang. <laughs> Sundays are okay. I find even around in Toronto here, Sundays are s- still bad. They're awful, actually, especially in the summertime. Yeah. I remember, uh, what was it? It was a couple weekends ago, I was going down for, um, gosh, what was it going down for? I was going down for Taylor Swift, got my uh, fiance tickets. Nice. And at the same time, it was a food truck festival and Caravana. Yeah. On the same week, on the same day. Oh, uh, who thought of that? Brian Adams. <laughs> Brian Adams the night before, yeah. Oh, so it's just like, oh, cool. All in the same area. So the entire province is in Toronto today? That's cool? Okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll get this going. Chad Brownlee is here, brand new single out called Dear Drunk Me. Um, I saw this picture online on your uh, your Instagram. By the way, how are you? I'm doing great. It's yeah. so, so ignorant of me to not. How are you, by the way? <laughs> uh, I saw this uh, picture online, Beautiful River. Uh, I, 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 I hope I can say this right. Haida Gwaii? Haida Gwaii. Haida Gwaii. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a beautiful river. Awesome picture. And you said that yeah, that's like your place to go to kind of like relax and recharge. Yeah, just the wilderness in general. <laughs> okay. Um, it was my first time uh, on Haida Gwaii, which is the Queen Charlotte's, the Northern Islands in BC. Yeah. And um, we, you know, my wife and I and our two dogs, we, we just wanted to get away for a couple weeks. And, and that was always a place that we wanted to go to because there's just a different level of wilderness there. You know, it's just so tranquil and... Literally, as soon as I got off the ferry, song titles were just entering my brain. Legit, eh? Yeah. Wow. And that's, I just, I love to go to those places because it just seems to, I don't know, relax me and creativity just seems to flow a little bit more. So yeah, it was, it was a really incredible trip. And you said uh, it's a spiritual place. Are you a spiritual guy? Oh, we're getting there already. Yeah, wow, yeah. this is quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, how far down this rabbit hole you want to go? Uh, as far as you want to take it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't. I didn't grow up, uh, you know, a very religious guy, but um, from a, in a spiritual sense, I, I just really feel we're we're all connected. Yeah. We, we really are at the end of the day. So it helps to dissolve the ego and and not get caught in our our petty day to day issues. Um, cause I really feel like there is this kind of universal consciousness that ties us all together. So if I can paraphrase yeah, yeah. my spirituality, it's, it definitely goes along those lines. Uh, when you were at Boots and Hearts, uh, was it last year? Yeah, it was last yeah, year. Yeah, it was last yeah. year. You're on the, before you actually went on the main stage, you're in, you're in that little barn area there. And my fiance, the first thing that she pointed out, uh, was uh, you were wearing a crystal. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Uh, good eye. Yeah. It was yeah. a blue laced agate. Okay. Um, and it has to do with your throat chakra yeah. and getting your voice heard or your message heard, which yeah. I felt was very fitting in what I do. And it was, it actually came from a friend who is a, a medium, a psychic medium. Oh, cool. And she had a whole bunch of rocks there and she just chose, uh, she asked me to choose one yeah. and that one just popped out at me. So I got it made into a necklace. She's, she wears the same thing, but she's got it on her bracelet because okay. she has a problem with her throat chakra as well. Okay. But she doesn't sing. She just, she has a hard time vocalizing herself. Oh, there you go. Dang. Yeah. That's so cool, man. 
Uh, well, Chad Brownlee's here. Uh, new music. It's been a minute since we you've had new stuff. It's it been, has been uh, a little over two years. Yeah, April 2016. Was, April 29th. Uh, and the only reason why I know go. April wow. 29th. The only reason why, and I swear to God, uh, it was when I first started my radio career here at Country One Six Point Seven, and I was talking about your album because I was super excited about it. Big fan of yours. I don't care if you know that's a ra- that's a radio thing. A lot of people are like, hey, as a radio DJ, you can't be a fan. I don't care. <laughs> I like I love what you do, man. Right Honestly, on, I man. really do. And it was the same day that Drake Views came out. His album uh, oh, Views really? came out. So here I am talking about the new Chad Brownlee EP, and everybody's <laughs> just like, "Oh my God, Drake's out! Drake's out!" No, no, I like I wanted to talk about that. So yeah, I it's been it. like a little over two years now. Yeah, right? yeah, and it's been a year since I released the last single off that record, which yeah. was out of the blue. Out of the blue, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's been a transition year, um, but it's given me a lot of space to write and and be creative and. And work on this next record that uh, hopefully will be out December sometime. And how long did you take on this song? Did you have you had this song and some of this music ready beforehand, or and you were just waiting to put it out, or is it just like as of recent you just finished it? It's a bit of both. Yeah, yeah some of the songs I wrote uh, maybe shortly after releasing Hearts on Fire, the mm-hmm. last record, um, and then actually Dear Drunk Me was the very last song to come about in the collection of songs that I have. It's it's actually the only one that I didn't write on the record, uh, but it was uh, sent to me by a couple buddies, Eric Dillon, Gordy Sampson, who I've mm-hmm. done a ton of writing with, and Gordy's uh, track record is unbelievable. I mean, you, you name a country artist, he's probably written for them. Yeah. Um, and same with Eric, he's just fantastic. And the third writer was Tog Salter. Um, but as soon as I heard it, I, I knew it was it was a song that I was missing on the record, like that kind of vibe okay. that we were looking for. Yeah. And uh, I knew I could relate to it, and I knew so many other people could relate to it. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't need that sober voice in our head when we're a little yeah. under the influence yeah, and yeah, yeah. probably shouldn't make some decisions? Yeah. Um, and it's it's just been getting tremendous feedback so far. Tell me, in, in the song, you got uh, Dummy Wrong songs three, four times. Yeah. What, 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 what would you describe, like what song would be that? Like what, like if you can think in your mind, like a done me wrong song oh, in three, four time, what song would geez, that be? That's a big question to ask. So if people don't know what three, four means, it's also called six, eight. Yeah. So instead of counting to four, yeah, we yeah, go yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. So it, it kind of garners towards more of a slower song. Okay. Man, I can't think off the top of my head what would be in three, four right now, but there are lots. Don't I, do it when you're drunk yeah. and you're thinking about your ex, and you don't want to be thinking about her. Don't listen <laughs> if to those you, songs. If you're counting in your head, one, two, three, four, five, six, change it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would it be like um, uh, to just think of one of yours? Matches? Is that one? No. You know what? I don't. I'm not good with rhythm. I'm gonna be. Honest I, I've, with you. <laughs> I've written I've written songs in three, four time, but I don't think there's been any. No, there's been no singles or songs actually on the record that were in three, four. Damn the um, radio. That's not three, four. No. 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 Okay. Nice, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. No, no, no. I, I know my Chad Brownlee music. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> so, uh, Chad Brownlee is here. He's uh, working on a brand new record. Uh, said it's going to be out in December, hopefully, right? Yeah, you never know yeah. in this industry. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, it's, it's a few months away, but it's it's going to be within that, that time period, mm-hmm. uh, December, January. What, so. ha- what has happened in the last two years since, uh, you know, Hearts on Fire till now? That, that has possibly maybe even changed the music. Yeah, um, a lot of things have happened. Um, I switched labels in management, which is a, a pretty big leap in this industry. Yeah. Um, uh, was with the, the same label for, for eight years uh, at MDM, and 
and uh, and Mike and everybody there uh, are absolutely fantastic, and he's done incredible things with that label, and I've got so much respect for everybody there, and mm-hmm. and that's what made the decision really difficult. But at the end of the day, um, uh, I felt with where my career was going, uh, I needed to to shake it up a little bit, and um, I found the team with Universal, and uh, and we just hit the ground running, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just been a tremendous start of this next chapter in my life, uh, and I went you know through some. Some personal things. I, I separated a couple years ago, um, which which leads to a lot of songwriting. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now we've we've actually gotten back together in the last few months, which has been okay. the most exciting thing. Excellent. Um, so I feel very very fortunate that a lot of things in my life have have come together uh, in the past, you know, six to twelve months. Um, I, I couldn't feel any more grateful uh, than I do right now, but. Because life happens that way, it gives me a lot to write about, and it's a musical journal for me, and it's almost, it's medicine to be able to throw my experiences into lyric, into music, because I know if, if I feel it, there's a good chance that someone else listening mm-hmm. has either gone through it uh, and, and feels it as well. Um, so as, yeah, as a songwriter, you want something that's relatable, and, yeah. and the easiest thing to do is draw off of your own experiences. You were, so you say you, you wrote, obviously, some songs during that rough period of time in your life where you were separated. Like, mm. it, it, like, are some of those songs gonna be on the record? Or hundred uh, percent. So, so is she okay with that though? She's very okay with it. Okay. She's an amazing, remarkable human being. She's, she's used to me writing songs about her. <laughs> um, but uh, and she's heard them all. You know. Okay. She knows. She knows what's coming down the pipe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's she understands uh, that. Uh, like what I said, you know, as a writer, I just I speak the truth, and I'm pretty transparent with. With what's going on in my life and, and turning it into music, but yeah, there's and there's a song on there actually I wrote by myself, uh, that's about my wife mm-hmm. um, that uh, you will hear very shortly. Allow me to be a little truthful because you just said truth. You know, you like to write about the truth. I like to talk about the truth. I feel, and you can disagree if you want, but I feel that you're more into the creation side and less of the actual popularity and the fame side of music. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's why I got into it. Um, you know, when I was playing hockey, I, I would just write songs for fun. Like, I really enjoyed the creative side of things. And mm-hmm. it's always been how I was my whole life, um, whether it be art. Uh, I always loved to draw and, and uh, I loved poetry. And so I loved the creation side of things. There was just something that was really therapeutic for me. And, and I really saw the power in music. So to be able to create your own and, and have an influence on people, that was my MO, to really get into the music industry. Yeah. Um, because I really did fear that if you get into it for other reasons, it's really not going to last that long. No. It's not. No, and you're good at what you do, that's for sure. That's for sure. Chad Brownlee is here uh, working on a brand new record. He's got a brand new song out called uh, Dear Drunk Me. Let's talk about uh, you performed at the BC Lions game. I did. Are, are you a football fan, by the way? Like, do you not actually really. like No, okay. <laughs> no. So that was just kind of like a one thing where it's just like, yeah, we're invited over. Yeah, okay, cool. How was that performance? It was a lot of fun, yeah? actually. Yeah, and, and my family came in from Kelowna, my parents. Uh, both my sisters and their kids were there, and, and, and some other buddies came. So it was, uh, I felt like a, a home show. And uh, it was quick, though, just three songs. We did yeah. one in-house, then two on the air on TSN. Um, so it's it's a great platform that the CFL and uh, and Universal have, have teamed up with uh, the Thursday Night Football concert series, and uh, we just happened to be the ninth in, in the final concert yeah. of the year. So hopefully I can do it again. Yeah, it was a blast. The crowd liked Dear Drunk Me. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can really feel 
whether a song is resonating or not. Yeah, you can you know? empathize with people in the crowd, eh? Absolutely. And I kind of have to stop myself um, because I'll overanalyze. Like, I'll watch people. I'm like, are they digging it? Like, why is that guy on his phone? Where's that person going? So I, I got to kind of find a balance. But every time we play that song, as soon as that chorus hits, you can just see people's body language loosen up yeah, and almost okay. start laughing and yeah. and relating to it. So that's always a good sign. Do you hate, because I, I, I'll, I'll like to ask this question, do you hate when you're performing and people are watching you through their phones? You know, I get it because I've been to concerts before where I want to take a moment, right? Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll take it out and, and I'll take a picture or like a quick video. But if they're on their phone the whole time, yeah. they're not really there. They're not present. I mean, you don't really have a memory of it. Your memory is through the phone. Yeah, yeah. So again, like everything else in this universe, there's a balance. Yeah. You know, I don't mind people if they want to take it out and take a picture or whatever. But if they're just on there the whole time, it's like... Yeah. Where are you right now? Yeah, like I was at Boots and Hearts over the weekend, and I maybe took 10 pictures. Yeah. Maybe, and like yeah. a couple of videos, but like I just, everybody's phone was out, and I'm thinking mm -hmm. to myself, I'm like, God, the artist must be pissed off mm -hmm. just standing there watching everybody's phones in their faces yeah, instead of their faces looking at them. Yeah, it really is a, a different connection, even from when I started. Oh, this would have been in 2009. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd say probably in the last five years, it's it's gotten exponentially more as far as people pulling out their phones. So... That does affect, I think, your connection with the audience because now there's some sort of layer in between you. And as an entertainer, it's your job to be connected yeah, yeah. to the audience. Yeah. So it's it's another variable that we need to navigate as entertainers. Yeah. But uh, I think if it's done properly and respectfully, I think you can still maintain that connection. Because you've probably seen it transition like, from the start of your career until now where people, when you first started and you started performing, you didn't see a lot of phones in their faces, no. but now it's nothing but. Yeah, no, for sure. So it's it's it might take some time to, to really figure out that, that new environment. But, yeah. you know, as long as people are having a good time, um, they're smiling and, and they, they remember the show and want to come back again, then, uh, then I'm happy. You, uh, Chad Brown is here, by the way. Uh, you know, I like to, I'm, I won't say creep. I follow you on Instagram. So obviously when your videos pop up the other day, you were in a hotel. Were you in New York or was that? Cause like you did uh, a cover uh, of mm. Ray LeMontagne. That's how you say his name, last name, right? Ray LeMontagne. Yeah. 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 You did a cover of his uh, song. Um, New York city's killing me. Yeah. 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 No, was, I was, first it, of all, great acoustics, by the way, I don't know where you were in there. Like well, funny, funny story is I was originally singing in my hotel room. I was in Toronto, by the way. Oh, was it really? Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I got a phone call in the room. Like the phone in the room never rings, right? Yeah. Like, what a real phone. What's going on here? <laughs> so I, I pick it up and it's the front desk guy and he's like, yeah, sorry, we've had a complaint that, uh, are you playing a live instrument right now? I'm like, yeah, I'm a professional musician and I have a big show tomorrow. And, and uh, he's like, well, uh, we actually, we have a a room downstairs you can go to okay, uh, and you can be as loud as you want. So I'm like, great. So I, I go downstairs and, and that's where the video was taken. Why this song? Why that song? I love Ray LaMontagne mm. and that's one of my favorite songs of his. And because I'm, I'm a big wilderness guy, I love being out there. So if, if I'm in a big city for a long time, it's that song almost just kind of is my therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, and I hadn't posted me singing that one yet, and uh, felt like the right time. And you're right; the acoustics were great in that room. Yeah, especially on a phone. Like, for, like first of all, on a phone is unbelievable. Yeah. But even in that room, is just incredible. Yeah. So I just, you know, set it down, hit record, and sang a little bit, and then uh, threw it up. How so. long did you stay down there? 
I was down there for a while, yeah, actually. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was maybe down there for an hour and a half, two hours, just wailing away, walking around. It actually felt pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. Unbelievable. Chad Brownlee is here. Uh, you staying fit? I try to. Yeah? Yeah. I used to be a lot more fit, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a little more muscle on these bones than there is now, but uh, I think it's pretty important, especially when I'm on the road so much. I'm sitting all the time. Um, so I always try to stay active, especially if I have to get up and do morning television or radio. Yeah. Uh, I always try to get a workout in, whether it's at, you know, 6.30 in the morning when the gym opens or, yeah. or doing a little TRX in my room yeah, or yeah, just yeah. getting the blood flowing so my brain turns on, my voice, you know, the blood starts flowing. So, um, yeah, and when I'm home, I'm always hiking. And I've got a little cruiser bike I got okay. with a basket on the back. Yeah, and I go yeah. to the grocery store, pick up my groceries, <laughs> cruise back, you know, just try to keep it simple and stay in shape at the same time. When you're home, like, because, like, I, I get it when you got to do these morning things and, you know, television, radio, whatever. But when you're home, what time do you get up? Oh, it depends. Um, you know, if I've been traveling the first few days, my body doesn't know what time zone I'm in. So if I'm coming from the east, I'll get up at 7 o'clock. Yeah. But if I get used to it, you know, I'm up anywhere between 8.30 and 9.30. It's mm-hmm. kind of the... Kind of my natural window now. Yeah. yeah. Are, are you still playing hockey? Because I saw that you got a new stick from Bauer. Which, by the way, can I get one of those deals? Like, <laughs> I'll see. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Just send him a note. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't play as often as, as I used to. Yeah. Um, now I've, I've moved out to uh, the Sunshine Coast. And I used to skate with the Canuck alumni guys once a week. Uh, really, really good group of guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they'll go around BC in different communities and do uh, charity events. So I'll make sure to hop on those trips. It's always fun. You know, you hop on a flight with all the guys and yeah. it feels like the old days and, and having your teammates back and everything. We're just mm-hmm. varied in ages. Um, but yeah, you know, I, oh man, three or four times a year now only. Really? So, yeah, not very often Dang, at all. Dang, dude. Yeah. It's not like the old days, eh? Well, no. I hate to say old days. It's not that long. Ago, well, it? yeah, it feels like the old days. I mean, I was six days a week when I was really into it. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. Do you ever miss it? I miss the hang, you know. Just the hang of it, not the actual physical yeah, part Yeah, well, I mean, I got to the point where politics got into it, and that's what really... That and, and injuries, obviously. Injuries yeah. was the number one reason I stopped playing, but you get into the politics of it, and you forget why you love the game. You know, I, I loved playing hockey. It was what I wanted to do for my entire life. Wanted to play in the NHL. And then, uh, you know, the switch goes off. And uh, all of a sudden, a void is created inside you. And it's hard to believe that something you love for so long and committed to could just be something you hated and you just didn't want to do anymore. But mm. that's that's the reality of life. Mm. Yeah, tell me about it. My goodness. Chad Brownlee is here. Latest single, Dear Drunk Me. Uh, you got a dog, Ellie. How old is she? She's going to be 10 in November. 10. Yeah, she's got a big old gray beard going on. Yeah, I just noticed that. Like, that was a beautiful picture, but she's like, holy smokes. Yeah, she's the best. Uh, She she like your music, or she like music in general? It's it's really funny. I had my neighbor look after her one time. Actually, it was during the CCMAs last year. Yeah. And uh, my neighbor had it on TV when I was performing. And my she sleeps, right? She needs to get her 20 and a half hours of sleep a day. So she was sleeping, and as soon as I came on the TV, she got up and went straight towards the TV and started oh. looking at it. No way. Yeah. That's awesome. I loved when she told me that story. I just felt almost like a proud dad, yeah. you know? But yeah, she's, uh, she's a sweetheart. I got a 10-month-old Frenchie and uh, loves music, loves country music, because so that's pretty much all I have in the house. But for some strange reason, just cannot get a grasp of Ray Lynn. And it's no disrespect to her. But I was playing her song, uh, Tailgates, and he like slowly got off the couch and he went to another room. <laughs> I've been playing music for an hour and a half. 
song, artist after artist, Ray Lincoln. And it wasn't on. just a coincidence? You've done it time and time again? Oh, oh no, I've done it a couple of times. Oh when, we, when we were driving home, I'm like, babe, let me see if we can do it, because we keep them in a crate in our car. Yeah. And and uh, we were driving down uh, 401 there and just started playing. Let me see if this happens again. And he perked up because he was sleeping. He perked up, and he kind of just started scratching against the actual uh, crate. No and I'm way. Like, God. I don't want to tell her this. Yeah, right? for Raylan. Yeah. <laughs> French bulldogs, not her demographic. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, has Ellie ever been a, a road dog? Like, have no. you ever taken her on the road? No, no. Way. No, there's there's just not too many, not enough places where she can, you know, go to the bathroom, be a dog, run around. Yeah. So yeah, not not the place for her. Awesome. Well, yeah. uh, Chad, thank you so much. Can't wait for the brand new record. You know, I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed for December, but. Who knows? You never know. <laughs> we'll try to get it around that time. But uh, yeah, she'll be ready uh, hopefully soon. Awesome, man. Well, thank you very much for uh, popping by today. Cheers, man. Thanks so much. Live in studio right now, here's Chad Brownlee and Something We Shouldn't Do. Maybe I've been drinking some I really shouldn't drink. And I'm halfway through seven numbers I know I shouldn't call Now I've been playing that song I don't know better than to play When you pick up that phone I'll say something I shouldn't say Hey baby, do you miss me tonight? Hey, do you wanna get it wrong just right? Let's make a mistake, hell, let's make a few And maybe do something we should do Baby, some something that we shouldn't do, yeah. About to turn down a street, I swore I'd never go back down. About to cross a bridge, I really should have burned by now. About to knock on a door, we really gotta keep close. Trying to piece back together something that's better off broke. Hey, baby, do you miss me tonight? Hey, do you wanna get it wrong just right? Let's make a mistake, hell, let's make a few and maybe do something we should do. Baby, some something we shouldn't do, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you want to tell those lies Like we don't know the truth Like we don't always end Or where we always do Let's pretend the sun Ain't gonna come back up Ain't gonna shed some light The way it always does Hey baby, do you miss me tonight? Hey, do you want to get it wrong just right? Let's make a mistake, hell, let's make a few And maybe do something we shouldn't do, baby Cause if it's over, it ain't over, yeah Let's get all we can get out of the same regret Make a mistake, hell, let's make a few And maybe do something we shouldn't do, baby some something we shouldn't do, yeah 
Some something we shouldn't do Come on Let's do some something we shouldn't do